0: Welcome to Raising Your Spirits. Our hope is to help you make positive changes by providing guided messages from Spirit. Tuning forks, crystals, and distance healing are how we pass those messages from Spirit to you. Sit back, relax, and enjoy your vibrational growth with us. Your host for this version of Raising Your Spirits, Tony Ginnis. Well, welcome everybody to this edition of uh, Tuning In with Tony, where we're going to talk about the universe and a new concept that uh, has come up, uh, that the universe meets you halfway. And what does that really mean? So today's color, of course, is turquoise. Nice light blue. It's a nice expression color today. So if you have a crystal of some kind, turquoise, uh, the actual turquoise would be a good one. Uh, Anything light blue, like adventurine, that's another good one. Uh, It's all about being authentic and being yourself uh, in that um, quest. The theme itself uh, is about quest, is about, for some people, this will really resonate, is that you've been talking, if it does resonate, then it's for you. Uh, If you've been talking for a long time to do something, now's the time to walk that talk, taking a risk. The time to be planning, the time to be saying what I could have, should have is over. Now it's time to move forward, and today is going to be that class to give you that inspiration, hopefully after all this, that will make you something that you've always wanted to do or been talking about doing, whether it's a course, whether it's a book, whether it's a a class of your own, or whether it's getting back into the swing of things after COVID, maybe... The COVID has uh, shut down your place like it did for us downtown, but then something else new blossomed in the meantime. Whatever it is for you, it is for you to move forward on it. Even if it's for family, whether it's your health, you want to get your health back, maybe the last few years haven't been a lot of sunlight, hasn't been a lot of exercise, and now you're still looking at your body in a certain way perhaps, and you're thinking, no, I really feel we need to get back into it. The time for talking is over, and now we need to just figure out how we can transition you back into just getting that done. All right, so that, that's the quest and the purpose for today. When the universe talks about them meeting you halfway, you got to realize that it will still be really difficult for you to do your half. All right, Because it will seem like you're doing the whole thing. you got to go all the way to the universe and back to bring something in. Or sometimes it feels that way, doesn't it? When we're looking at something that we want to manifest and, and it's just not happening. But it's not so much that we need to first find out how to attract something. It's also ensuring that you're letting go of something that isn't working. Right? And... And I am getting this from uh, a couple of clients where they're looking at their health, and they're saying, you know, Tony, I have some goals on my health that I wanted to really start walking. I really started to, wanted to get you know moving, going to the gym again, and I just can't do it. And I I started going to the gym, but I'm not losing weight, or I'm not whatever. And so whatever it is, if you are in your vocabulary going backwards. And saying something is not happening. It's just like you going back to elementary school. And did you feel insecure at elementary school. When you didn't quite fit in with the popular girls or boys. You know I think some of us or many of us can relate to that. Where we were in a group. And we didn't know how to you know be part of it. And we did our best. And maybe some of us were even bullied. And we just it it was a tough time for us it's a very difficult time for us at that time so how do we get past that is by letting go and not mentioning it because when we, when we keep looking back you say well this isn't happening and that's not happening you're you're kind of slowing down and watering down that manifestation that you are in because the moment you are thinking and vibrating to where you think you want to be and that and that's the case is we're thinking we need to be there and that's not always very strong. It's always when we feel that we need to be there. I mean, when all of a sudden, let's say you get married and you're a single person, you got married and then you became a mother or a father, all of a sudden you're a dad or you're a mom or you're a grandmother or a grandfather. Well, you have to make that shift pretty fast because whether you like it or not, you got another res- little responsibility there. So that is faster. In other words, when you know that you're a grandmother, and then all of a sudden, okay, yeah, I can so do this, because you were kind of forced into it, right? When you get the news that uh, your, your child is having a baby and it's your first one, well, all of a sudden, you're an instant grandmother or grandfather. And, and then it's easier. It seems easier. It's not as easy, but you, you know that it's not up to you. Like if it had to be up to you, you might say, no, I'm not quite ready yet. But, you know, it's there. And it, when you realize, you know, it's an honor being whatever it is that you're going to be. You are now a grandfather or grandmother. And it's an honor. And when you look at it that way, the transition's much easier because it's right from the soul. Is you you can teach this little person all about your traditions and your ways, and so we we talked about ancient ways be, before, and this is this is such a, a great thing. But when we keep re- rehearsing or reviewing what has happened, it's very difficult. So the journey itself is much simpler than we give it credit for. We think that journey is very difficult, and on, at times, of course, we're not denying or spirit isn't saying your quest isn't difficult, because it is. It is very hard. However, it's simpler than you make it out to be, because everyone has what we call, what Spirit calls a current and an ocean of creativity, and that's what we are. We are this current that just moves along, and the current knows where it's going. I'm not sure if anybody has ever canoed, if you have a canoe, if you've ever gone down to a lake or a river, and there was uh, a current. Maybe not that fast, but it was a current. And a current so great that you didn't even have to paddle. You just had to steer. Uh, there was a few places in my neck of the woods when I was a kid that had that kind of current. And it was really cool. But it was almost seems like, gee, I'm not doing much. Like, I, all I have to do is steer so I don't hit the rocks and I don't hit the stumps or I don't bottom out so I want to stay within the deeper end of the, of the flow. And so it just seems like you're just looking at the scenery more. But if I were to paddle the other way against the current, then I have to rely on muscles. I have to rely on it's really difficult. I have to rely on many other things. And sometimes the current is fast enough even if you're going in the opposite direction, you, you're, you're still kind of going backwards into the direction of where you, you want to avoid, right? If, if it's strong enough. and But in life, that's what we tend to do because we feel we need to do something. Because sitting around just waiting, and that's what people say, I, I can't just sit around and wait for something to happen. I I, I have to do something. And that's an old pattern. And it's really, really difficult. I, I've had emails all week from our, our last class last week, which we talked about overthinking and thinking that we just have to do something. And most of the readings were, no, no, we don't do any. Just take care of yourself. Just be happy. Well, I'm more happy doing something. <laughs> you know? It's just like, it's such, a, it's such a culture shock. It's like my whole life has been a checklist. Okay, okay the shed's done. The garbage is put out and everything that you want to do has a checklist. And when you get all that done and it's been exhausting, then you say, oh, great. Okay, it's all done. I feel good. And so that dopamine hit is oftentimes not really read very well when it's the other way around, when all the work is done, nothing else has to happen, but you're still waiting for one or two more things to happen that's way beyond your control. You have no control of some things. You have no control of the government. You have no control of other people. You have no control of various circumstances. And we can give you a whole list of we have no control of things. But in the end, it's it's to wait. It's to wait. And that's the hardest thing. If you're a doer, waiting kills you, isn't it? And so it, it's all about looking at that and being able to surrender this part of it, so that when you're going down this current, surrender doesn't mean you're giving up. That's what a lot of people say, is that when you're going down this current, you just got to surrender, let it go. Well, it's like I'm letting go of something. I am giving up. And he says, no, it's not that. Giving up is giving up. Giving up means I'm just not going to do anything anymore. I'm not going to even get up in the morning. I'm just going to be a loaf. Well, no, it doesn't mean that. But what it does mean when you have to surrender, it means you're just letting go and letting the current take you because there's control built into the current that you're in that doesn't need your contribution for any extra things. It just has its own direction. That's your destiny. That That's your, your fate. It doesn't need your input. It just needs your Letting go, and then you're going in that direction. But it, it has a natural control within it. So it's, it's a writing, though, the, uh, the current is not as easy as it sounds. So really, when you ask yourself, what does doing nothing means to me? So a lot of people will have a real struggle with this. Because if you've been raised that you had to get certain things done at a certain time, you were a mother for many years... Then you had, you know, get the kids' uh, lunches ready, get everybody's uh, together. And you were more like the manager of the family. And other things were happening where you were managing your own business. You had to manage clients and um, work it out. And so it seemed like you were really doing something. Then all of a sudden, last week, we talked about there's nothing to do. You just got to be happy. And there's something you have to wait for. If everything has been done and checked off, then the next thing to do is is just to wait. And it's the hardest thing uh, when we, we start looking at this. And that's the work. But we don't regard that as work, do we? When we look at it, we look at it as it's almost wasting time. Because if I'm not doing anything, it's like, yeah, I'm really wasting my time if I'm not working on my task. But if spirit would say, that's the task, is not to worry, everything will come in its own time. And right now, you've, you're caught up, you've worked ahead of everything. I mean, it would have been nice if they could have planned it, where just when you had almost nothing to do and you were almost done, then that thing comes in. Well, that would have been great timing. However, the universe doesn't work on our schedule. Okay, and, I, and you've heard this many times before, so I'm not here to re-preach that. However, what we will say or what Spirit would like to say is that most times people do work ahead of themselves because you're very efficient. I mean, you've been branded and you've been uh, cultivated over the last uh, generation to work faster, harder. You're working with technology that you, you've got many, many platforms on social media that you, you can just do in a flash. There was one study uh, sent out years ago where they said that our grandparents, what they did in an entire week from a mental perspective, we do every morning. They did that all week just because of the things we have to fire off and the, and the responsibilities that we have and and just the pressure in us to, to get things done. In their in their days, there there wasn't a lot like on farms and in the city, where life was very simple and it it, it was there was time to meet friends and have coffee. There was uh, like disposable income, which is unheard of these days. It's uh, people don't even know what that means. It means mean earnings that you throw in the garbage. I said, well, no, it's disposable. Just means that all your bills are paid and you have extra. Okay, I still don't understand. <laughs> I guess that never happens, you know. But there was a time where it was only my dad working, and he was able to get us a house and a vehicle. My mom was at home most of the time, and uh, we still had time and uh, money to go traveling, and we had a lot of things that uh, that I, you know, it was, it was great to be able to be in that way. Uh, everything was just done with one income. My mom just wanted a, a job just to keep busy and just to buy a little extra stuff. But today it's an essential for both to work and even then it's not enough. And that's the way the system has been set up. And we're not going to talk about that, but we want to talk about really the the firing of all these electrodes in your head that you're now bred with and, it, and it's in you to get things done so much faster. But at times something manifests you're going to be there sooner and you're now waiting for something you have no control over to make and manifest it and the longer you start stewing about oh it's not here yet it's not here yet that actually takes longer for it to come to you because look at it this way the universe when you are in that place where you are that person or you are that uh, in in that place where you you are manifesting this and it's in you can feel it, taste it. It's just like Christmas. It's like tomorrow is Christmas Eve, and the kids are so anticipated, they're so happy, and you just feel their exhilaration, right? It's that kind of and it comes, it's such a glorifying anticipation. But as soon as you say, nah, it's not gonna happen, no, it's it's it I I don't see it happening. It this is too much of a long shot. Well, what do you think that does to the attraction power when you're trying to attract something if if you were working on this new paradigm where you're not doing much and most of your strength is in attraction it's magnetic and magnetic is where you are being and if you are wavering back and forth it's happening not happening happening not happening it's it puts a real struggle and it delays the things that will normally come to you because when you are where you want to be the universe just wants to get to you as soon as possible it is attracted to you and anything that isn't part of your energy wants to get far from you as much as possible so if the things you want you're saying no it's not going to happen well you're, you're repelling that it's just like having two norths together and it, it you can't put them together right so in a magnet, when you when you put the right together, they just click together. You don't even have to push them together. They slap together, right? And so that is the new way that we're going to be manifesting, is that when you start expecting things like that, that's when it'll happen. You know, when we stop to think, <laughs> that's another thing that we talked about last week, when we talked about overthinking. When we stop thinking, it shuts down certain parts of the brain that has to do with your being able to talk yourself out of something. Because when you stop thinking, then you stop the clutter, you stop the noise. And what that does, actually, and scientists have been able to measure this, when people stop thinking and complaining and worrying, right away the whole body goes into a recalibration state where it, and in their words, not mine, it goes back to order i'm thinking goes back to order so what does that mean when we're thinking we go out of order yes yes that's exactly what happens because there's a certain order in which your body responds to and as soon as we start thinking in a negative way like something no that's not going to happen oh that's too big for me i don't know if i could make that i know i i kind of only are at home. I'm sort of a grandfather or a grandmother. I don't have a lot of contacts. Um, My ability to uh, get clients, I used to have a lot of clients when I was younger, but uh, boy, the chances of that happening again are pretty slim. Uh, Yeah, yeah, that is all getting out of order. But when you stop thinking and just get into neutral, so whether you meditate and you have, like you're nothing thinking, then your whole nervous system recalibrates itself, shuts down, reboots, and goes back to order, depending on, of course, how long you're in this state. If you're only in the state for, let's say, 15 minutes, then you go back to overthinking, then it goes out of balance again, out of order again, okay? So along the way, you got to learn somehow to keep your energy clear. And we talk about this in some of the classes where if something is bothering you, we can't just sweep it under the carpet. If something is not working for you, something is really a pain, we need to address those things. If you are feeling inadequate, if you're feeling insecure, somewhere along the way, whether you're going to do it yourself, or whether a coach is going to do it, or someone you know is going to help you with it, or whether you need help or not, that has to be addressed. Because when you keep sweeping things under the carpet and keep sweeping under the carpet, eventually it'll be so big, you'll bump into it like a wall, it'll be just like this huge bump, and you'll be tripping over it, literally. So how do we get around that? Is when people realize that there is a hurt, or there is something in your energy that's sore, that's what, that, that's what they call it, because when you have an energy that's unaddressed, it's a, like it's soreness, it's like when you touch it, it hurts, Like somebody could could say that uh, you're dumb. Okay, It was just something very uh, obscure. Somebody could say you're dumb. Uh, That would mean nothing to me. But to somebody, that's what they were called their whole life. Let's say they went home and everybody at home called them dummy. You'll never amount to anything. You go to school, your best friends call you dumb. And that's all you heard. Okay, let's get the dumb ones, go to the back of the class, and then you went back there kind of thing. Like, let's say that was always part of your energy. Well, of course, fast forward 50 years, somebody calls you dumb, it's going to have an emotional reaction, right? It does. It won't make any difference for me because I think I'm a big deal, (laughs) but that's just because of the work I've done on myself. I don't allow those vocabulary words into my energy at all and what what used to be there what used to bother me it doesn't bother me anymore it's still like when I was yeah that was that was I don't know why they would say that but you know it it doesn't give a charge in me but if you don't address it it becomes sore and when people say the word or or say or or insist on or suggest something that is making you dumb then you'll react in a very negative way and so you have two choices The first choice is to address it. That's the biggest thing. That's the best thing to do, is to address it, it's done, it's over. Or not address it, and for the rest of your life, you're going to be correcting the world on that same word. Your local um, family or friends, if you keep telling them, you know, don't say the word dumb, I don't like that word. Okay, I mean, your close friends and neighbors, they'll probably respect you and not say the word, but, but you're not going to be able to convince 8 billion people not to do the same. There is no way you're going to be able to condition millions and billions of people not to say the word dumb. It, it's, it's just like that's a lifelong mission and you're going to lose. Eventually you'll get to somebody that oh, oh, that you don't like that word, dum, dum, dumb. dumb, dumb. And they'll, they'll just keep poking at it. And the, cause they know that it gets you. And that's how they hurt you through words. But that's not up to them, is to give you words that is pleasant for your ears. The real part of this is to use that they could use any words they want, and it won't affect you because it won't be a hot spot anymore. It won't be something that you're gonna be have a real hard time with, and just getting towards uh, some uh, uh, the the universe and, and how that works. I read a poem by Rumi. I um, those of you that don't know this poet is is actually quite he's a quite famous poet from the 13th century actually, um, and he's his work is known all over. I saw this one that I would, that was really in in great for our topic today, and it says. When I run after what I think I want, my days are like a furnace of distress and anxiety. But if I sit in my own place of patience, what I need flows to me without any pain. From this I understand what I want also wants me. It is looking for me and attracting me. So just to give you a little perspective and what that really means is that when you want something from the universe, I want this or I want that, that really doesn't count for anything because it has to hit our soul because your soul is a part of the larger universe. The soul is a part of your larger universe, whether you know it or not. So when it's something you really want, I really want this. It would be so amazing to get this, whatever it is, a healthier body, a better business, um, creativity for art of some kind. And the list goes on of the kind of things you might want. And if it really comes to you that this is what you really want inside, then also realize that that thing that you want also wants you. So what, the, what does that mean? If you want it, it wants you, somewhere in there, they're going to meet you halfway. Does that make sense? Because if something wants you, let me put it uh, uh, this way. I see this, in a, and it's so great, around Christmas time. I start to look at videos of people coming off the airport, you know, when they're coming and they, they, let's say, grandmothers, and uh, there's people that haven't seen their loved ones for at least a year or more, and all of a sudden, they spot their loved ones, and one is running, and the other one is running, and they meet halfway, and they hug, and so on. What would it be like if somebody that you know, you haven't seen them for 10 years, and they're running towards you, and you just stay there? Okay, you're going to come all the way for me and I'll hug you. Uh, That won't happen because you want them as well. So you're going to run the same way and you're going to meet in the middle or so thereabouts. And that's, that's the concept here is that whatever you want that's from your soul also wants you. And so what this really means is that the journey isn't as long as we make it out to be. And this explains why that after a long journey, let's say, we think that, okay, we have to do another journey and this is going to be really significant, this next journey. And I, oh, I can't believe how long this is going to be. And when we get there, oh, gee, it didn't seem as long as I thought. Sometimes we, we have that where we want something bad enough. He's like, oh, gee, that was fast. And, and it just seems like it was so much faster than before. But don't make it that easy because even your side or your end of it, even to get halfway, you're going to still find delays. You're going to still find lots of obstacles. You're going to still find people that are naysayers. You're going to still find people that will get in your way. There's still a lot of things you have to get through to get to your half. So you're not going all the way. I just wanted you to sort of keep that visual in that you're not going all the way you're only halfway the universe will meet you halfway okay and that's that's the whole thing about this but what about all these obstacles how is it that all these obstacles are constantly in our path and i came up and the universe told me this one place to look is another poem and i and i read this and i go oh wow okay this is incredible regarding how we can deal with our side to get to this, this other place where the universe is waiting for us. And this is a poem of fate by Invictus. The poem reads, Out of the night and covers me black as the pit from pole to pole, I thank whatever gods may be for my inconquerable soul. In the felt clutch circumstance, I have not cried aloud. Under the bludging lee of fate, my head is bloody but unbowed. Beyond this place of wrath and tears looms, but the shadows of the shade, yet the menace of the years of fire shall find me unafraid. Matters not what strait the gates are. How punishment charges the scroll. I am the master of my fate. I am the captain of my soul. When push comes to shove, when we look at we got to get to wherever we got to get to, nothing will hold you back. Everything will always try to doubt your faith. That's why faith and fate sound so much alike. Because with enough faith, your fate is assured. When we keep moving, no matter what happens, when you feel it in your soul that everything around you tells you to quit, but I says, I can't. There's something here and I can't explain it. If you could explain it, you're a fool. Because you would be taking something that is energetic and meaningful which vo- has volumes and you're trying to dummy it down to a few words but it's something that you'll feel that I don't I can't explain it but I need to do this and that moves you forward that is the essence of how all this works and so I asked the spirit can you give me something in our physical planet that I could Tell this group as an example of, of how this comes together halfway, and he says, absolutely. And they sent me to this one site, and I, you know, as amazing as it is, I it just it just all came together. I'm not sure if anybody realizes or um, is aware of the Euro Tunnel. Does anybody know the the story behind that? In 1989, um, the Euro Tunnel is a tunnel that was created between england and france now in world war ii the whole thing there is when germany wanted to invade england one of the difficult things was to put submarines or boats in the english channel and if you know anything about the english channel it is the most violent because it's only 35 miles long like those two it doesn't seem very long or very far apart but because of its distance, there's so much winds, there's so much of going on in there that the winds are, are constantly 10 feet high. And even planes have a hard time flying through, you have to get to a really high level. So it's, it, that's been one of the things that English um, the England had in that Second World War. But after the war was over, then France and England wanted to create an an economy so that they they could trade back and forth products and certain things. And it it became a real struggle. So in 1989, they both got together and they said, we're going to create a tunnel under the ocean so we don't have to sail through it. And what ends up happening is they both had to go down about 200 or so feet before they got to bedrock or under the bedrock and start a huge, um, uh, basically a tunnel, and they had to go right through where one meets the other. But they couldn't do it from one to the other going all the way. They said the best way to do this is because we're putting so much stress on that particular plane, we have to do it at the same time because otherwise it'll take twice as long. Yes, we could, we could get uh, a one good machine to bore the whole way, but it'll take like 12 years to do that or more. So they figured, okay, they're going to have a machine on both sides and we're all going to start at the same time. So it would only take about five or six years. So that's what ended up happening. was 13,000 people, organizers, designers, workers, the best of everybody, they've never created a tunnel like this under the ocean before. And they had to create this very special tunnel where trains or cars can go in it. And within minutes, they could get to the other side from England to France very easily. So they started. And uh, what ended up happening was uh, on the English side, it was a pretty easy way to go because the rock was very secure. It had uh, a very good consistency and they bored right through it and they were able to go pretty good. On the France side, was a little different. There was more faults and cracks in their bedrock, and they had to be very careful because as they were boring through it, water from the ocean was starting to come in, and they had to deal with this problem and stop the water and create uh, various kinds of barriers and so on along the way. So their journey was a lot harder. And Spirit says that is a little bit like your journey. You're going to have all kinds of cracks and all kinds of obstacles. And and it's going to take you so much longer. And you won't know how to solve it because it, this problem never came up before. You never had to solve it. So they had to invent tools, make tools from scratch on something they had no idea would even work. So once they started doing that, they started with the, the boring. And after about four years, roughly then the the two were almost together, and they were approximately 100 yards apart. And they figured, okay, we have to do a test run to see how far we are, because you could only imagine the catastrophe it would have been if one of the ones for the English side and and the French were off by 200 yards. It, It would be impossible to be able to connect them. So they had to come together from 35 Miles away, they had to come together and within a foot, be within a foot, a couple of feet distance, so they could couple together and connect. I mean, that is amazing. It took uh, that long. and But with constant readings and the constant communication and, and just them coming together, because the way the French works and the way they manifest and so on, it was very different from the way the English works. Then they had to figure it out. Somebody had to say, guys, you had to put your egos on park and just get this done. You, we, we can't go by I'm right or you're wrong or anything else. We got to go by what works. Simple as that. And so they had to figure things out that way. And so, so once they connected and they, they, they got the final through. There was this one video where the, the guy used a jackhammer and made a hole. And for the first time ever, France and England shook hands underwater. <laughs> and it was a momentous occasion because it was the first time they actually met. And it represented connection. And Spirit says that's a little bit like how it works when universe connects to you. That there's a lot of work to connect, but once you connect, you have that super highway. And then you could, you can, I mean, it was only going literally, uh, what was it, three meters per minute. And that's pretty good. Three meters a minute or four, uh, three or four meters a minute. And they were digging it, and it was this massive turbine boring machine that did that. So it was a very powerful, almost like a train that had to just keep moving forward. So it was uh, it, w- it was quite the task to keep this moving, you know. So, in in all in all of that, but that's what it's like is when you connect to spirit, they're going to meet you halfway. And in doing that, that's where you need to really be precise. And but throughout that whole thing, thirteen thousand workers even though there was a lot of insecurity, until they finally knew that from 100 yards away, they were only 20 inches off. And they said that's well within the mark, and within those 100 yards, they could adjust it so that it would be perfect, and there would be a perfect connection to have the tunnel go through. In this meditation, I want you to look at this as, what is it? That you are trying to manifest. Ask yourself maybe a couple of questions you know, through this. First of all, you gotta know what you want. I mean, there's there's no better way to get to where you want to be than having a rock solid, clear, concise idea of what you want. It was very clear that this Euro tunnel was a very specific and so many people had this focus that it was possible even though there was a lot of trouble along the side and at one point they were going to scrap the whole mission almost halfway because they were both having so many issues with it and they just said no it doesn't matter let's just keep going it just at this point we're already and it, they only had a budget of nine billion or 10 billion ended up costing 15 billion. But they just said, let's just keep going. We're already deep into this. Let's just keep going. And and the investors said, yeah, at at, at this point, this isn't about getting a return on our investment. Let's just get it done. And so they, they got it done. So if there's something in your life, make sure your want is crystal clear. Number two, ask yourself, what is it for me to do nothing? If I have everything I need to do is done and now I have to wait, what can I do other than wait for something that isn't there? Because we can't do that because you're going to push it away. We know that now. So how do we entertain ourselves or keep ourselves happy or be able to say, you know what, won't it be great once I have this, this is how I'm going to feel. I'm going to feel like this. I'm going to feel like this and be in mostly that mode. So if this meditation will put you there, then put it there. Another one is, what is holding me back that I'm not getting this is what I want? Whether it's a body. Just to give you an example, if you're constantly looking at your, your weigh scale, if you're trying to lose weight, you're going and you're eating, uh, you're going to the, uh, the gym, you're eating right, and <clears throat> You're still weighing yourself. Oh gee, I'm 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 still the same weight or I've even gained a little bit. I'm not getting anywhere. You have to stop that because you're manifesting going backwards. Manifest how a skinny person reacts. Oh look, hey, I'm down by half a pound. Woohoo. Well, that that's normal, you know. When when a person I, I remember as a teenager when I had, uh, yeah, I know, there was uh, as a teenager, I had eight hamburgers when I went to a hamburger joint. Eight with two shakes, uh, extra large fries, and, and I was still, uh, I, like, I still lost weight. I, I was still losing weight. It was just one of those things, and I wasn't surprised. What would make you be in that, no matter what you eat, uh, you're going to lose weight. It doesn't matter. It makes no difference. I could have uh, a whole tub of ice cream, and I'll lose weight. When we look at it that way, is the reason I didn't gain weight is because I just expected to be the same. So the body just took over. And so be in that energy that, you know, I can do this. No matter what I do, I'm going to be a successful artist. I'm going to be a successful business person. I'm going to be a successful mom, a successful dad. I'm going to have a great body. I have a great body, but it's going to be even better. How do we get to that? So ask questions like that. And it's all about finding the way in which to get there, not putting all kinds of sticks and stones and rough terrain in front of you only to complain about the bumps in the road. You know, you heard about the story where the guy picks up a, a boulder, throws it in front of himself, trips over it, and then complains about the terrain. Okay, so is it, how do we take that and move it to the side? Well, we don't have to readdress it. We don't have to make it so that it's going to be a constant thing. The whole theme about this is, let's take a risk. Let's take a risk about, we're all in. You know, this is life. We're all in. All you're going to have after all of this, trust me, you won't have your money. You won't have all the things you're going to get, all the condos you're going to get, and the all the the uh, the limos you're going to ride and all the successful people that are going to love you, you won't have any of that after you pass away. You're only going to have your memories. That's it. The adventures. So if if that's all we're going to have, let's make and create some adventures. Let's go all in because you're all in anyway. You're You're all in, whether you know it or not, you're all in anyway. You're here alive. You're doing your thing. You're already in. So let's just go all the way and ask yourself, how do I get to this next place? The meditation that we're going to be playing. The, sorry? Can I ask a question? Sure. Regarding the meditation? I got a download before you started talking about what I want. So how can you ask in the meditation about going further in this? If that's to oh. con- like confirming because it got my I got into my soul and I got the downloads. Okay all right so once you know exactly what you want and the universe agrees and what I mean by that was I want a million dollars. Well the universe is not going to agree with you <laughs> that you want a million no, no, okay no, no, no. Now I'm not saying that would be you I'm just giving you an ex- others an example so everyone can benefit from it. So once you know what you want and it's part of your soul, then the next thing is, How do I get there? Or put yourself in that place where you are there already and stay there. In this meditation, what it will do is that the tuning forks and all of the sounds in there vibrate to clearing energy. Any negative vibration, any uh, effects of self-sabotage is going to be cleared. And so it's going to be less weight for you. And you'll be able to stay in this higher place longer okay let's go there and let's see what comes up all right take a nice deep breath of this light blue turquoise color mediterranean color this is the color that is the best for many of the rooms that you just want to bring in calm Because it's the calm that we need right now. It's not the exhilaration or the moving forward red fire energy. That's what we used to be. And that's good. That accomplished us to get to where we are. So we needed that. Now we need something else. We need something different. And this is blue. It's all about laying back on the beach and watching the seals come in. Or watching something come in. All right, it it is now, there's nothing else to do, but you're just waiting for your ship to come in. That's simply, that's it. Take a deep breath of this turquoise blue listening to raising your spirits if there is a subject you would like to hear in a future podcast or would like to book a session with tony reach out to his facebook group at genus shields natural healing center or group tuning classes with tony on his online virtual weekly classes the youtube channel is suzanne and tony 17 that's suzanne and tony all one word and the number 17 and the website is lovehireself.com until next time namaste